SMS Text News Podcast. Here's the way it is. Live from London. Hi, welcome to SMS Text News Podcast number two. I'm Ewan, Ewan McLeod, uh, editor of SMS Text News. Still to come on SMS Text News. Uh, this is James Watley. Hello, once again, greetings. I'm waving, wave back. Thank you. <laughs> and our special guest today is Ben Smith, contributor Ben Smith. Still to come on SMS Text News. Hello. Ben, uh, for the benefit of the audience, can you uh, tell us what it is that you do? Uh, by, by day, I'm a management consultant, which ah. doesn't make me a bad person, honest. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in my spare time, I get all excited about mobile technology, so I've been contributing to SMS Text News for mm. you for a while now on uh, a lot of the consumer reviews uh, and... Uh, the comprehensive more, stuff, that's, that's why I tell people, yes. The, the, the long words, the, yeah. the, words you, <laughs> the words you read the few paragraphs on Monday morning and then come back to you later. Yes. It's quite in-depth stuff that Ben covers though, isn't it? It's quite good. Well, I, I, I wasn't, I mean, it, it really is, we get the benefit of the management consultant. Uh, at, at, at only a fraction of the price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, so just uh, an introduction to James Watley, just so that you know who, uh, who and what James is. Uh, hello. James Watley, uh, been writing for SMS Text News since November, bloody hell, six months. Um, by day, uh, social media strategist for Spinbox, uh, by night, Watley dude, pretty much on every social media site you can think of. Mobile evangelist and all-round nice bloke. An all-round connected chap as well. That's your words, not mine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, again, here's what we're, we're going to do. Uh, we're going to give an overview of what we're going to talk about. Uh, talk about it and then tell you what we've talked about. <laughs> exactly. In case you missed it. Just in, just in case you missed it. Uh, so, first of all, we're going to do some feedback from uh, users uh, of the site, or readers of the site. Uh, up comes the website. Good idea. Um, and then, um, then we're going to talk about CNET, uh, CNET Mobile, because they've just launched a, a new mobile service. That's an interesting one. I want. Then uh, the Nokia 81, uh, and that's, that's Ben's bag. Ben's been... It's, tr- it's in Ben's bag. It's coming out. All right, gotcha. Right, Ben's been trying out the Nokia 81, uh, N81. Um, then shorter contracts. Mo- shorter mobile contracts. They're hitting the, the marketplace here in the UK anyway. So instead of 24 months, 18 months, uh, we're going, going to six months or three months in some cases I've seen. Um, then we're going to go and surprise you with uh, our mobile application of the week. So first of all, let's... Um, Let's go back to feedback. So it was roundly positive, right? Yeah, well, looking at the website, we've got, well, 22 comments, not discounting yours and mine and Ben's, obviously, but right. the, I posted it on JIQ and on Twitter. We've got some really nice feedback, aside from obviously not being on iTunes or having an RSS feed mm. or, and being quite echoey. But it wasn't a bad first take, I thought. Echo, echo, echo. All right, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a lot of work, actually, when you're doing it. You have to go through all the... Uh, Maybe we'll leave it in. Yeah. But um, if you're listening to this and you listen to the first one or this is your first time, please leave feedback. Any and all feedback is important and will be listened to. Um, and if there's something you want us to cover, again, let us know and we shall do our best to cover it for you. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so this time when we mention uh, links... Any applications. Any, any applications or links. We'll, we'll de- we're actually going to put links on the, on the site. So yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. And we should just say uh, we're, we're 
was it recording here in the heart of uh, London, just off Oxford Street? Live, live. That's it. It's very <laughs> difficult to record dead. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yes. yeah. I say we're. Uh, you can actually see Oxford Street looking out the window. Uh, so James can actually see. There's a bus. You <laughs> can see a bus. Pretty good. Street. Pretty good. Yeah. So definitely worth broadcasting to the world. And then you can add it. Yeah, put that in. That's smart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, okay, good. Right, then, uh, well, so thank you, everybody, for your feedback. Thank you also for the emails. I think I had about, what, 50 emails from people with uh, feedback berating us for, um, for not having an RSS feed in iTunes. And yeah, you're absolutely right. We were just testing, so we'll, we'll definitely get that. Um, so uh, first one I want to talk about is CNET Mobile. Now, I was quite surprised to read that um, this week that CNET have decided to... Oh, James has taken this picture. It's Excellent. A picture. Yeah, very good, very good, very good. Uh, so CNET have decided, CNET being a big news network in the UK, uh, technology news network, they've decided to go live uh, with a mobile version of the site, which I thought was quite... I, I just assumed that they would have a mobile service already. Well, they have had a mobile service for a while. Um, for those of you who don't know, I used to work for Refresh Mobile, who came to the foray with uh, Mobazines and then iMags and now do a mobile web-based service called Mipin, uh, which is M-I-P-P-I-N.com from your handset. We'll link to it. Um, and they did a CNET Mobazine, and I think that, ca that um, content partnership carried over when they went to Mipin. Yeah. And so they've been doing branded content for CNET for some time. And mm. as I said, on, I left a comment on the original story just saying, well, that's wonderful, but I'm still going to use Mipin, to be honest, because I can read CNET.mobi, but if I read it through Mipin, I can share it over Twitter, I can put it onto Facebook, I can email the story to a friend. Do you know what I mean? There's some really nice little features in there which are just... Well, what, what surprised me is that I, I, I thought that these guys were real, real, real tech heads in the context of running their own website, and they, they've actually hired another company to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a look at the article. We'll link to that, he says. So I'm going to have to listen to this and put the links in, I think. That's a good idea. <laughs> I have to say, actually, I really don't give a monkey's about this because I, I, the, the purpose of mobile websites, I think, is when you actually have rich content that you want to interact with. For me, all my, ah. all my reading content comes through Google Reader, which does a perfectly good job of making it mobile in the first instance. And that's my one view of the world. That's my reading list. That's what I click to on the train when I'm out and about. So why would I, why would I want to go to a CNET Mobi site? Or you know, maybe, if I, maybe if I want a slightly different, a more graphically rich interface, yeah. maybe, I use, uh, maybe I use a browser like Mipin or whatever yeah, exactly. and yeah. keep them in my, my bookmarks for that site. But why would I want to go to a dedicated site? The only dedicated mobile site I use would be the BBC, where, right. for example, I may be looking up travel information or I'm looking up weather or some bit of information where it's much more interactive than an mm. RSS feed can provide. So I think this is probably waste, well, I'd say wasted effort, really. Well, and, and just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I don't yeah, like yeah, saying, you know. Picking up on that. Yeah. You, um, I see what you're saying about wasted effort, but in this day and age, do you think having a mobile website is just house cleaning? I, th I think it's going to become obsolete very quickly. The, the iPhone browser shows us that actually you can work your way around a, a, norm, a regular website quite adequately uh, now when, when those kind of browsers With Wi-Fi. Well, actually, over over two and a half G, I think it's I think it's acceptable. Over not over two G, I grant mm -hmm. you. But every every web browser on a mobile phone is going to have that kind of ability to cope with a whole web page yeah. very very soon. I mean, that's just going to be the de facto standard soon. So. Um, why would you why would you bother to invest the effort? Why not just make the site really well structured so that those mobile browsers can actually utilize it? Or where were you a year and a half ago or two years ago? Exactly. I mean it's so two thousand and six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh the Nokia N eighty one. I I mean I've seen the device. Well 
Go on. Mind, sorry, just for a second, sticking with Dotmobi. I know the news today about Dotmobi buying Mauser. Could we cover that? By all means. It's live. It's yes. liver than live. It's liver than live. So, interesting. Any thoughts, guys? Because obviously I'm, I'm originally from a mobile web background and have a few thoughts, but I'm probably going to vent those in other places. I'd be interested to see your feedback. Given what you've just said about .mobi, Ben, yes. um, and how you feel that uh, it's going to become obsolete in a couple of years, I disagree a little bit because I think optimised content, you know, optimised for the screen, .mobi have... Uh, but, but I think I think there's a point is that what I'm saying is it's irrelevant for CNET because CNET published news content and I, you can, can there are easier ways to consume news content. If you're looking at if you're looking at other sites which provide richer interactive features, then I think there is a place for mobile web. CNET are wasting their time. If you're doing something interactive, go go ahead, develop a mobile site. It's I absolutely see. mandatory. I, I mean, okay. Facebooks of this world couldn't exist on an RSS feed alone. You need the interaction. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah. so Mauser. Yeah, don't maybe book Mauser. Uh, well, I think uh, good news for the Mauser chaps. I was disappointed for them when they um, they had to stop. Well, I'm not even sure it was chaps, was it? I think it was just one chap, no, wasn't no, it? No, no, it was um, it was Russ and Mike. Sorry. Right. right okay. Gotcha. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think good news for them because it uh, it was disappointing that they, I think they effectively had to. Shut out the shop, I think. Yes, that? I mean, that, that, it came out at the time, didn't it? It said that we don't see a future in mobile web. Yeah. And uh, that was, it was difficult to tell whether that was sour grapes or uh, w whether that was actually really... Uh, uh, I think that, uh, that we don't reference TechCrunch, but I think the article <laughs> there said um, just, because, just because you can't make it work doesn't mean it won't be a success. And exactly, exactly. the difference yeah. of a business and a technology. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, I, I'm wondering where Moby are going with it. I mean, I, I'm looking at the website now. They're um, dev.mobi, and uh, the headline says .mobi loves Mauser. James Pierce, lovely bloke. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so at long last, we can announce some great news. .mobi is acquiring well-known Mauser. That's great. We have, um, just a little bit late about it, I suppose. What I like yeah. about it is that they're going to make sure that Mauser is compliant with the W3C recommendations for right. content transformation. Because um, there's been a... a I don't know if you saw this. I tweeted this the other day about Navara. You know how much I have a problem with Navara mm -hmm. about their content transcoding. Um, for those that don't, for those of you who don't know, Navara uh, transcodes internet content for mobile phones and does that by hiding the user agent of your phone. So when your phone comes to a website, normally it says right browser slash n82 slash whatever. Um, and so if you, that website's waiting for a mobile to hit it, it will present mobile optimized content. Wonderful. That's how it works. However, what Navara did was replace that with a standard Mozilla uh, user agent. So the website just thinks you're, you're a normal computer coming along and presents you with normal web content, which Navara will then transcode, which doesn't always work. Um, and it's upset a lot of mobile web developers. Um, and it's, it's nice that .mobi aren't going down that route with Mauser and making sure that they stick with the W3C yeah. standards. Well, we need to talk to the, um, the .mobi guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, th I think there's a wider view here as well because, I mean, talking to people about mobile web, one of the things that came out is actually this is something that's much more key for emerging markets than it is for uh, yes. the UK and the US, for example, where yeah. actually there isn't a, a... Where the phone is your computer. Where the phone yeah. is your computer, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's becoming much more fundamental in shaping the way people use the internet, internet services. Yeah. So yeah. it'd be interesting to get that view as well because it's a, it's a different world and a mm. different mm. requirement to what we're well, what, doing day by day. Pop them over a note and see if we can talk to Mauser or .mobi. Yeah, or I mean, James is in... Speak to James Pierce. I'm sure he'll pop in and say hi. Or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. So um, Nokia N81. I've been looking at it, and I think it looks like quite a sexy handset. 
Um, it looks like a big pile of disappointment. That's what it looks like. Okay, so just give us the background here. This is this is from. Yeah, um, got a siren going past. That's it. Yeah, well, it's live <laughs> here in the here in the house of bustling London. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's very um so very warm. The yeah. the nice people at One World have lent me an NA. One, eight gigabytes. That's it. It is. You know, it's the eight gig version. Yeah. And they've let me that to do the OV reviews that uh, you'll see on SMS Text News last um, week. We should just say the um, One World, the front that's end PR, if you like. That's of, it. The um, blogger yeah. relations for yeah. Nokia. They do a smashing job. They do. And they actually, do, yeah. we, we, we were saying that the, the the irony of this is that actually, whilst I don't like the handset, I liked the experience of being able to borrow it and use it. So it's the, the craziness. The craziness here is that actually Nokia aren't living up to the. Uh, with their devices aren't mm. the standard of their PR, which is uh, normally the other way around. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, okay. So take us through. I mean, obviously, with the, the, you can't easily see it, but take us through the problem. I mean, I'll take it, a picture. It so, looks yeah. really nice. Yeah, I like the look James, is, James is snapping a picture. So for, for, if, you, if you're not familiar with the device, it looks a little bit like an N95. It's a, it's a, a slider phone. Um, <coughs> it's, it's sort of a... Smoother. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. It, it's slightly smaller, and it's a gloss black. So, uh, I mean... Aesthetically, maybe you like that. I find it's a fingerprint magnet. I think James is going to show that in the picture. But otherwise, oh, so far so good. And certainly, I got it out of the box and was quite excited about having my hands on it. It's the first N series device that I will have had for a long time because I'm a I'm a serial E series user. Mm. Um, and but it sort of goes severely downhill from there on. It's got some um, eight gig of memory, and so it's ostensibly a music phone. Right. And uh, I'm, I've been using it this week to test the Nokia Music Store, and the post for that will be going up probably in the next 24 hours on right. SMS Text News. Um, but. It, it's actually, I, I found it a really disappointing experience, and uh, that goes from everything in terms of the quality of the camera is very poor. Oh, uh, what megapixels are we talking it's about? A, it's a two megapixel camera, oh, a brand right. new N series phone, which I think is well off the uh, mm. is well off the pace. It has a it has a flash built in, but it regulates it very poorly, so it's unusable in low light conditions. But the the primary problem here actually is the physical design. Um, it, it's got a nice flat. Uh, keypad on the front, mm. but actually it positions the cancel key, the hang up key, the right hand soft button, which does things like turning the loudspeaker on or navigating to the menu, and the in and the special N series button, which brings up obviously the uh, the scrolling multimedia menu. Yes, are all within I'd say about three millimeters of each other. So I I now routinely blast music out into the middle of the office when I'm hanging up on a call. Oh no. I, Turn the loudspeaker on as I'm hanging up calls, and people can hear me talking after I finish my conversation with them. Ah. I mean, it really is dire, and it, it's. I mean, okay, I've got these are critical. I've, issues, got right? I've got fairly fat fingers, but I mean, I really can't believe that any any testing wouldn't have encountered that at all because they are so close together. Um, it, uh, the device itself is a little bit is a little bit sluggish, but actually is. You know, is usable for most most of what we're doing, but I have to say that it's that it's that physical design and the fact that actually it's um, what what it's supposed to be good at, which is playing music. Mm. Um, it has actually the uh, the square navigation key on the front is actually uh, like an iPod-like scroll wheel. You can actually, yeah, you can actually scroll up and down. Oh, right. James is, is waving at me. Uh, if you put the pin code in, I can use it. <laughs> He's saying if I put the pin code in, you can use it. Because so. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I wrote about this, this handset a while back. And the two issues that you've raised, the, I mean, I, I remember mentioning in the play and pause and the C button, what yeah. you just talked about yeah. there, the positive and the negative actions, the industrial design-wise, that's just so poor. Um, and I, I had the exact same problem. Every time I 
wanted to cancel doing something, I pushed the play button. Yes. And again, blasting out music as I was putting it into my pocket. And there's a, I'd say there's probably about a three or four second delay on the multimedia keys, which are clustered around the centre of the, the phone's uh, front, um, actually taking effect as well. So I was walking through a shopping centre the other day on the way to work, and uh, I hit the wrong key, and all of a sudden the music I downloaded to do the review started... Well, Leona Lewis again. Started Leona Lewis. <laughs> and I, I was massively ashamed, and I got the kind of stares that you normally get from the kids at the back of the bus who are blaring out the tinny hip-hop, <laughs> and I felt bad. I mean, I was wearing my best suit and everything, but I still <laughs> felt like a bad person. Mm, mm. So I'm desperately mashing the stop button as quickly as possible to hope this noise will stop. But, of course, that then takes four seconds to take effect, and then I've, getting confused I've, it, yeah. I've already pressed the button again, so it starts playing again. Oh, so actually no. I went through five or six cycles of starting and stopping and starting and stopping this music before I realised I just had to press it once and leave B and wait for it to happen. And all the while, you know, I, I, I've, dist the work, I mean, I've disturbed the office or I've disturbed the, the, you know, the people around yes, me, and that's, yeah. that's a mild inconvenience, but I've never had that with a phone. I mean, not mm. even the earliest ones, so why would something that is dedicated... Well, it's unpredictable. I mean, it's, when you say mild inconvenience, it well, is massively unpredictable. But, but it's, it's a dedicated music phone. I mean, the idea is, there, there come my Spinvox voicemails. Um, <laughs> the, 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 I have no affiliation. Uh, the, the idea, the idea is that I would buy this instead of maybe an iPhone mm. or an N95 because mm. I want maybe a slightly cheaper device, and I'm going to listen to my music on there. So why then would I have a button on the front of the phone, right next to the uh, right next to the main navigation button, that starts blaring the music out through the two tinny speakers that are on either side of the device? I, mean, I do see that they they have actually got the um, the head headphone socket. It's got a full size uh, headphone yeah. jack at the top of the phone as well. Yes, I mean that would. Be, that would be great for having in a, a pocket and, and listening to mm. headphones. And I've been using it with some Bluetooth headset that uh, One uh, World gave me. And I have to say, I mean, I can't criticise the quality of the audio. I mean, it does a great job there. Yeah. But actually, I've now had to delete all of the music on on the handset because I can't risk the the annoyance of it keep you know going off without any warning. So I mean, that 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 really is a major failing. Mm. Um, and so for a device that's supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to be a music player, which, is very, which it does well, but the interface is terrible. It's supposed to be a camera phone, which it takes terrible pictures. Um, you know, it, it's, fairly, it's fairly sluggish. Uh, the games, I have to say, I did like. Right. But actually, overall, I found it really, really painful. And it's been actually quite a struggle to keep the device in, in active use oh, uh, rather than get shot of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but, well thank you anyway to, to, to One World for... Uh, <laughs> th thanks for the loan of the phone. Put down your Motorola razors. And burn those phone holsters. You're listening to SMS Tech News. One of the thing, one of my uh, pet subjects is blog relations and how companies manage their, their blog relations. And I think uh, we're we're all agreed that is it Nokia are the standout leader in talking to people and um, well, providing a viewpoint, providing handsets. I mean, with, with the exceptions maybe of the three mobile buzz guys who've, mm. been, who've been giving out the, uh, the modems recently yes, to test, yeah. I'm just not aware of any high-profile blogger relations programs from the other major you know, phone manufacturers. So, that, I mean, the, the one that, we, uh, that we're aware of for SMS text news from two weeks ago was, was LG and the, yes. the, 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 the secret uh, launch, and that, that was good. That's the outside line that are running that for LG. Uh, so LG have decided to do a, a blogger outreach strategy. I think that's excellent. But Sony Ericsson. Yes. Okay, one of the world's largest mobile phone companies. They don't have anything at all. I mean, it, it, trying to get a handset just to play with from them, it just doesn't... Ha I mean, just go home. Don't even think about it. Yeah, and it's a shame because it makes the output that we generate as bloggers look really unbalanced. And it's not because I'm not excited about Sony Ericsson phones. I mean, exactly. they're not the ones I use day to day. Have but you seen the Xperia? 
Yeah, I mean, this, is the, this is the Sony uh, Sony Ericsson X X1. Yeah, it's it, quite it, a lot of excitement. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, right. it's, <laughs> a, it's a big Windows Mobile launch for them. It's mm. generating a lot of buzz on the blogosphere. If they've given a few out, they'd have a million reviews by now. Well, well, then that's not available until when is it coming out? Well, the thing is that people have had hands-on at the events. If they'd allowed that to yeah, last yeah, right. for more than five minutes, they'd have some really good coverage now. You know? But well, you make an excellent point. Yeah, we're not. Nokia massive fan only Nokia, Nokia fans um, and, and same with LG you know we, we, we're giving coverage to whoever whoever talks to us basically can I just lean in and say we just hit 20 minutes and right we've still got a lot to get through well we, we do indeed right. uh, rambling sorry guys we have to cut this uh... yeah, well, one of the, the, the things that caught my attention this week was shorter contracts shorter mobile contracts here in the UK so not pay as you go and not 30 day and we've had 30 day contracts 30 day rolling contracts for a while now um, but three it was, uh, it was Ricky who does uh, Blickwatch yeah. for, for us um, he emailed and said listen he's just been looking at these six month contracts on three here in the UK and you know, after six months you can terminate the contract you can upgrade you can do, you can do as you want it's really quite smart it's only in specific handsets obviously the cheaper handsets but so you can actually have a six-month contract. But it, it feels quite smart now because you've now got the option. You can go to nearly any of the networks. You can get yourself a 30-day even rolling yep. contract. You don't have okay. You don't have the subsidised phone with it. But so many and that's people quite quite a turn-off for some people. But then others that have absolutely. But it, other people have got access to the phone, or maybe people who understand that they're willing to pay for the phone up up, up in advance. And actually, if you look at the latest T-Mobile offering, I think there's uh, 1,400 minutes of talk mm. time, unlimited texts on a 30-day rolling. Contract that's uh, to, to use very your terminology. Yeah, it's basically yeah. the tending towards unlimited. And um, when people like Three allow you to add all their unlimited broadband into their pa all of their pay-as-you-go packages as well, I'd say you know the, the the goal is in sight that everything for a fixed price monthly is is only sort of months or years away. Well, I see, I'm paying seventy-five pounds a month. I think it is to Vodafone. That, that's everything included. If you like, uh, that that's unlimited landline. That included calls. that includes Vodafone tax though, doesn't it? Uh, oh, 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 absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, um, so, uh, unlimited landline calls, three or four thousand minutes, I can't remember, but I don't care because I don't ever go over that. So I, I effectively have unlimited calls on my Vodafone for £75, and that's quite expensive. And obviously there's a Vodafone tax, as you, as you call it. In a yeah. So I, I, think, I think there'll be a point where maybe in a couple of years we look back and we see there was a, po there was a point where the, direction, where the wind changed and all of a sudden you know, the, the networks did become pipes. And I know they, don't, they want to sell services and they want to do value add yes. and they'll have to find other ways to do that. But I'd say around now is the time we're going to look back and say that it, you know, the networks became a pipe. And exactly. The, yeah. the minute, the text message, the megabyte are meaning, meaningless units. Well, the, the writing is on the wall now. When it used to be, I mean, we were, it looked as though we were moving to 24-month contracts. Some yes. of them are, you know, and all of a sudden to have three come into the network, quite in, into the, uh, the industry, uh, and say six months yeah. with a handset. With a handset, that's the key yeah. um, because it's really, really keen. For, I mean, people love getting a new handset. Well, and I mean, I've, I've got a, a sort of a personal decision I've made that I'm not going to be on a contract uh, ever again. Unless, so from here on in, I'm only going to be on a rolling contract. I'm, I want the flexibility to leave. So wow. all of my contracts are going to be transitioning that way. And hopefully, if because I'm a bit of an, you know, I'm a closet iPhone fan as well, when the 3G iPhone comes out, if it is available uh, officially on, through multiple channels, then I'll be putting that on, a, on that kind of tariff as well. Yeah. That's the only device that have to say broke my uh, broke my resolve on that one the <laughs> mystic 3g iphone which is come on oh come on all to have run out of them
I'd rather have their, um, their iPhones. That's yeah. it. For, yeah. for, a, for a man who said we were talking too long to drop that one and expect us not to jump on it, was <laughs> a bit optimistic. <laughs> I, Just keep an eye on time. Yeah. I want to keep it under yeah. 30 minutes. 3G iPhone coming in June. Well, then, let's, um, let's, let's, let's go down to the... Um, I mean, I, I wanted to, uh, to, to talk about Nokia and being bettered, because that was a point that you made. Yeah, I think, I think this actually sits quite well with the apps of the week, so maybe we'd, we'd roll these into, yeah, into I think one you're right, thing. Yeah. But I, we, were, we were talking about this as an idea, and what I was saying was that um, I, cha- I changed devices to do this review, so I was using the N81, and I was trying to use all of the Nokia services that are available, so I'm using Share Online, I'm using Nokia Maps, I'm using the Nokia Music Store. Um, I haven't used uh, Sports Tracker, for example, because there's no uh, GPS unit in the N81, but I'd love to give that a try because there's all these really innovative features which stuck with my E61 with none of this in. I've been a bit behind the times recently, and so it's been really exciting (laughs) catching up with the the real world and what's going on. But I have to say, even in the fortnight I've been doing it, I'm finding that what I demand of those services is uh, is always provided better by by the, the third parties. So I was saying to you, oh, I quickly right. migrated to all these other applications. Yeah. So I'm afraid Nokia introduced me to the concept and then I ditched them and go somewhere that provides... Give us an example then. I mean, Well, um, share on, I mean, to, to stay with the OV review theory, yeah, share yeah. online. Okay, it's, it's good. It so what does that you, let you do? It's a one-click upload service to OV and Flickr and Vox. Uh, there's, I think you probably can define other profiles, but those are the three that are available cool. by default. Right. And you take a picture in the review gallery, there's a one-click upload, or you can go through a more complex process to upload it to like a private or a public gallery. Right, right. Um, but it's the, sort of the built-in media sharing. Smart. Edge. Very good, and had I not seen Shozu, I would have been perfectly happy. But of course, now I've got Shozu configured to do exactly the same thing, only I don't, it's zero clicks because I have all my media uploaded yeah. automatically. And I've got a bunch of CC services set up as well, so I'm not just uploading to Flickr, I'm also maybe CCing them into, uh, face, into Facebook, or for me, I'm CCing them into my Evernote. Uh, oh, right, okay. Well, what, is that your application of the week then? I, well, for me, Shozu would be application of the week because Evernote's not a uh, not a mobile, not a particular. Sorry, Shozu is one of my yeah, Shozu, yeah. But yeah, Sh- Shozu definitely is because it is it's it's no t- light touch. I forget it's there, and if I forget it's there, that's genius. Tell me when you say what's Evernote. So Evernote is like a personal notebook uh, arrangement online, but it's more powerful than a standard notebook because it has. Um, Clients which you download onto all of your devices, which synchronise over the web, and it has a clipping service, so you can all of your devices, what mobile devices? Uh, it, it, or anything. it goes onto a, it goes onto Windows, it goes onto Windows and Macs, uh, and it has a web, it has a web front end for when you're not it's not mobile. Well, it, and, and there is an iPhone interface as well. All right, yeah. okay, right. but of course, um, for mobile usage, there's an email address, so I can actually what I do with all my notes is the, the strength of Evernote is that it's got OCR recognition. So if I snap an image and put it into my Evernote notebook, all the text in that image is. OCR, so it's, it's converted to text. And when I do a search... What's OCR? That's optical character recognition. Right. So basically, yeah, I, t- I snap a picture of a menu. All of that text is interpreted, and if I type in chips, it'll find it in that image. And so, of course, if you imagine with Shozu, I'm out shopping, wow. and I take a snap of something I want to buy. That's awesome. It's really awesome. I take a snap of something I want to buy. 
It's gone to Flickr and Evernote without zero interaction from me. Go back to my laptop and type in, I don't know, DVD players, because I'm buying right. a new one, and all the images of all the ones I've snapped in the shops, or I could type in model numbers. And it's really good because it recognises handwriting and text. Wow. That is so good. And it is really good. And I was just saying to James before we kicked off, the, so that's my, my personal notebook, and it's a stream. And when I'm on my client, then I can divide it up and yeah. segregate it, and I can even share notebooks out over the web, so if I want other people to have a look at them. But what I'm doing now as well is because I get my voicemail via Spinbox, and I'm not pushing that as a service because James is here, it's, I genuinely use it, and I'm a paying customer. Mm. Um, I, get my, I get my Spinbox uh, e uh, e voicemails emailed to me, um, I'm redirecting those emails into my Evernote email address. So there I am in my personal live stream, as it were, is all my, uh, is all my voicemails. So I've got pictures of the places I've been, notes on all the conversations I've had afterwards. I mean, it re it's really beginning smart. to aggregate it. And the great thing is, because it's got that understanding technology, um, you know, I'm not when I'm snapping images. I'm not just snapping dumb images. I can extract text out of them as well. And you're getting the value. Well, is that Evernote.com then? It is Evernote.com. So we'll definitely they've, put a link to that. Just, and is that a paid-for service? It's just gone open beta and it's free. Oof. And I have to say, I would gladly pay quite a lot for it. Actually, wow, I, very smart. Very I will be good. Uh, investigating that. So, <laughs> but, definitely. But, but it, it's brilliant as an add-on to all of these services, and that's the that's the brilliant thing is that Shozu gives you the option to interface to all this stuff, no hassle. Nokia does it all for you. They say, here's your Flickr interface, and you type in your password, whereas uh, Shozu provides both all those pre-configured interfaces and does all the nice stuff with email as well. So I can plug it into this brand spanky new service that's only been launched for mm. a few weeks. Mm. Yeah, it's officially genius. Put down your Motorola razors. And burn those phone holsters. You're listening to SMS Text News. Okay, uh, well then, my mobile application of the week is uh, the Nokia Sports Tracker. I wrote about that, I think it was on Monday. Um, and uh, James had been talking about it now and again, and uh, he, he, I think he talked about it in the last podcast. Yeah, or, last podcast. Was it me? Oh, of course, right. Um, he left his sports tracker on uh, when I was on the train. And so Nokia Sports Tracker, really smart. You... Um, start the application up on your Nokia GPS enabled handset so either E90 works perfectly for this and just leave it on stick it in your pocket and go running uh, or in my case go walking I was going to say do you have to <laughs> no no I just, just went walking and the the brilliance is it, it, it basically records everything you're doing and then puts the um, the output onto a a, a, um, a a map a Google map looks really smart and lets me just see how I performed it. And, and so it's using, the, it's using the internal GPS of the phone and a, it's uploading it live in real time or you synchronise when you come back? I th oh, I don't, I don't know. You. You, can, um, you can set it to live stream exactly where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, that's why I was Or you can yeah. dispatch it when you get back. Right. Um, if you and you can, you can see what your friend's doing, right? Ah, right. Yeah, but the thing is, what I like about it, given my... Um, well, I haven't approved you yet. Yeah, sorry, we're looking at my uh, Sports Tracker homepage. Ewan is still waiting to accept my invite. Um, so if we go to my profile, the great thing is, and just what I think is one of the sweet things about it, and it's clever thinking from, from these guys, if I take a picture while I'm on my journey of wherever I am, let's find one of these journeys here, um, and then upload my full tracking diary. So here, look, this is me on the motorway going to Spinbox headquarters. Um, no, that one didn't work. Bear with me. So you that one you know you're really not supposed to jog down the M4, don't you? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the M4. So you drove down the M4, right? Yeah, drove yeah. down the M4. That's Mortlake there. So whenever you take a picture, it's, it's putting it on your 
Yeah, because you see, the one thing that struck me with Sports Tracker is why are they calling it Sports Tracker? Because I actually would use it as a journey, as a life tracker. And, and that's I mean, I'd like, like to have it on. It's almost a bit missold because I completely ignored it. I mean, I, I'm really not a, a fitness fanatic, and I oh. thought, you know, it's a fitness tool. Don't care. Yeah. Not interested. Move on. And okay, it's, so it's, it's not. Last time, um, sorry to interrupt, Ben. Last time I mentioned that there was a widget available for this that yeah. I hadn't got working. Right. I got it working. Um, I was doing something wrong. Um, so if you go to, now I've got a, a sandbox blog which is where I test stuff and that's whatlydude.blogspot.com and it's where I put all my widgets and just have a play with stuff and I put um, my Nokia Sports Tracker widget onto there and uh, give it a second and let it boot up and you'll be able to see the journeys that I've made recently um, and you'll also be able to see the pictures that I took on that journey. So there we go, let it boot up and there's a journey I made. Look. And you can go into view past journeys, go to map. So what and you can click on the images here and just scroll through. Look. Excellent. So wow. what, what we're seeing is almost like a it's like the Flickr widget, isn't it? But you can flip back to a map view to see where they were taken. Yeah. But also, I mean, given my love of just live streaming, you know, my yeah, yeah. thing from Mobler to Jaiku. I mean, this to me is just another tool that is part of the live streaming that I'm trying, the complete and whole live streaming that I'm personally trying to achieve at the moment. Well, see, I'd really like. I know some people wouldn't be that much of a fan of it, but I'd like just to, to know what I did, where I went. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, that's how I've been using it. Yeah, and yeah I like to know how many miles I covered. Yeah, well, the, the appeal for me is the, is the geotagging of the photos as well. I, I love smart. the idea. I mean, I, I may, I'm not such a mad fan of live streaming as, as James is, but I love the idea that I'd be on holiday walking around a town or whatever, and I'd just be snapping my pictures away, and I've got my photo that's album. That's really smart. And then if you, if you were to show me, if you wanted yeah. to show me, uh, we'd bring the map up. And then yeah. so The other thing, I mean, is how... How extensible is it? Those pictures you've taken, you know, are they going into Flickr at all? Or uh, those ones aren't. Because no. I like to have my photos in one place or in one. But, but yeah. I assume it's only really a matter of the yeah. the, the, the integration, isn't it? So exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's only a matter of time. I mean, as a, uh, it's just another social tool. You know, as soon as they because there's a there's why a have they made it called it Sports Tracker then? Why is it, you know? I think they're only beginning to see what. Um, they're only beginning to see what the uh, what's possible. So there's a Google Maps mashup on the Sports Tracker site. Right. That widget is obviously the next step from the Urbanista Diaries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking here, I mean, this is my Google Maps mashup from my KML feed from Flickr. Uh, you know, these pictures here, all plotted over Google Maps, and that's quite sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you've got there now is just the uh, the, the buttons showing those pictures on a regular Google Maps, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Excellent. And hmm. Well, so, so those pictures you've taken, did you have to upload them independently, or does the client do that for you? No, no, this is, these were Shouzu geotags. Oh, this one here, this, on this the, is separate from Sports okay, Tracker. Right. Sports Tracker. Sports I, I Tracker, what, basically, when you can't do that live, when you get back, yeah. you go into... Oh, uh, you can't do it live. No, you can't do it live. I suppose you you're, you're meant to be just yes. running, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Applications, yeah. go into Sports Tracker, yeah. um, and then within Sports Tracker, you've got your training diary. Oh. Click on one of the days, options... Um, this is what I love about Nokia interfaces, they're just so slick and, and easy then to remember. options, upload to service. And once you do that, um, you get another option saying search for images. And it will search for any images that you took during the time period right. of that um, sports track. Oh, that's, oh that's good. That's good. But so you do have to upload them independently. Yeah. Um, given, uh, the thing is, as soon as that maps up with what I'm currently doing with shows you and Flickr, you know, if I can bring those together somehow, yeah. that'd be great. Actually, you and it might be good to link back to the geotagging 
how-to that I wrote a while back on this as right. well. Okay, gotcha. Well, um, final application of the week from James. Oh, uh, quick this week, just for the pure fun of it. Um, anyone who follows me on Twitter, uh, whatlydude, twitter.com slash whatlydude, um, every now and then I do a quick quick. Um, and this week it made me laugh. Uh, so if you go to quick.com... Can I just say, I've, I'm calling it quick. Kick. And you're calling it kick? No, it's quick. What? Q. So, quick. Q. That's what I thought. Quick. It's quick, quick. Other people um, uh, I need to speak to them. And just it's out. clearly quick. I've okay. spoken to, to Baskar and to Maria. Okay, it's right. quick. Right. Right. Good, good one. Right. So uh, this week I was at Hampton Station and uh, there was a moment of comedy because there were nearly 30 <laughs> different um, ticket inspectors plus policemen, etc., just standing around. And I was able to surreptitiously capture them being ridiculously... Um, Demanding about the uh, and overpowering with their presence, uh, and that which literally it was just a one-minute video that I took, and I was whispering into the mic, and it was just funny because I got a lot of tweets straight after, um, saying, uh, and, "And the thing, well I, done, well done." And the thing I was really interested in actually was uh, listening to the follow-up on that. Was I didn't realise I hadn't used Quick because I hadn't really come across an occasion when I'd needed to, but I, but I thought, well, that's because I'd never be able to let anyone know that I was doing the live stream. So it's just a glorified recorder because yeah. I'd only use the playback afterwards feature. And you said, oh no, you can do a live tweet that I'm recording using the double five key. Yeah, but if you go into your settings, go into yeah. your settings um, and set up your Twitter account. Yeah, I think you can also set up your you season account too. as well. Yeah. Um, bear me a second. I wonder if I can get to my settings while I'm here. Well, it's, it's really smart. I've been using it a lot for recording um, stuff that's gone on SMS text, interviews. Um, go. like so you've got Twitter, Pounce, YouTube, Mobiles TV, Justin.TV, Blogger, Mogulus. You know, it covers a lot of different networks. Um, no GIQ yet, quick. Uh, and, um, but it's a good way of alerting people what you're doing. As I said, I used it for the Rick Mob. Um, doing this little thing at the station was just amusing the other day. Um, now, what was good recently, so a friend of mine, Rich from Refresh Mobile, Geek You Up, his name is... Um, his 30th birthday, not his no, no, a couple of weeks ago, uh, for his 30th birthday, I did a quick quick. Right. Um, I say quick, it was about four or five minutes, and I twittered, and there was a couple of people, um, Dan and Anthony, who couldn't make it, um, but they were able to interact with us because they were watching at home on their laptop. One of them was in Whitby and one of them was in Brighton, and still interact, so we'd be able to say hello, and yeah, thanks, happy birthday wishes from Dan, and it was just really quite fun and kind of hit home you know, how connected we are now. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Uh, right. Uh, I think that should do it. Yep, we should definitely move on, although things I'm going to check out, certainly. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, we've come in, we've done our overlaps of the week. We've covered everything, I think. No, we have indeed, and yes. we've come in just over 30 minutes, but we have had an extra pod in the room, so I think that's allowed. Agreed. Agreed. Ben, wicked to see you and hear you. Yes, thank you for the invite. Uh, most welcome, most welcome. And uh, James, we'll see you soon, man. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, you know, we're here next week. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Well, it's uh, well, it's coming up to seven o'clock on a Friday evening. Um, I may have to spend some of my Friday evening socialising at some point. Ah, uh, good point. <laughs> I, no, I think like, it's a question of priorities. Well, a quick honest. question here: Are you going to spend socialising, or are you going to spend it um, quicking well, and twittering? I may be using quick as a social tool to capture my social moment. Interesting. Uh, thank you, everybody. Please, feedback, really would welcome it. And thank you for your time and attention. See ya. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on smstextnews.com.